0: what's up what's up everybody welcome back welcome back i'm your host diamond young of the black directory podcast and this week i'll be sharing a bonus clip i guess you can call it a bonus clip bonus episode but in this bonus clip Um, I'm still interviewing Marcus Bowers, which is the CEO of She's Happy Hair, and we just have a chance to dive in a little bit deeper into growth and expansion and how businesses can get out of their own way. So if you missed the original episode, please go back and check that out because so many gems were dropped. But fun fact, we were recording And, you know, we finished the episode and it was just so much natural conversation still going on. And we just kind of looked at each other like, hey, I think we need to hit the record button because it was just so good. So um, I've been sitting on this for a few weeks and I'm just ready to share it with you all. So um, I can't wait to hear what you think. And yeah, let's get into it. So something that I've seen is that. Some companies are successful in their city, right? Say it's a restaurant. Um, it could be a clothing store. It could be anything, and they're actually popping lines out the door, is doing really well. What do you think stops them from expanding? Because there is a such thing as expanding too fast or too soon. Do you think people are worried that they're going to lose like that quality of that you know of their original store or restaurant? What? what why do you think people are kind of like not expanding?
1: So, so there's a difference between growth, expanding, and scaling, right? So growing your business is like, okay, you know, we're we getting bigger. You know, you got to run, you got a bigger team, you know, uh, you, everybody got roles and titles and responsibilities, not just the solopreneur. And so in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, it's maybe just you as a solopreneur and you start putting people and things in place. Well, you got to repeat a lot of things that you say. And when you're introducing people to your brand and the way of doing business. And so that's where the documentation and systems come in and and stuff like that to where you're not repeating yourself. And so the only way to stop repeating yourself is to have an HR. And most businesses, they got one location, don't have an HR. They just got people working. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no HR structure, there's no real department, there's no. No processes. You know, there's no onboarding, no orientation, no training. You know, no, no no incentives. You know what I'm saying? No any of those things. And so when you got a mom and pop spot, you just have people working for you. And so when you got people working for you, you get that I'm just working for you mentality. You know, I'm, just, I'm just here for the check. And so when you're creating a brand, you want to make sure that you're bringing people on, you're training them right. And then when that happens, you're able to expand across the U.S. Because instead of you have to be there to tell somebody in Idaho how you do business, they can read it, they can see it, they can watch it, and then they can be held accountable without you even being there. Because you got a manager in place, that's you. You got a manager that acts like an owner. You know, you got a manager that you're paying 50000 60000 70000 whatever thousands, right? Because they're you. And that manager is going to treat that position that business, that that space, that they're managing, as if it's theirs. I used to tell people, like, if you could go to school for anything, go to school for a business degree because every building is a business. A lot of these degrees we go to school for, when you graduate, you graduate, you got to update your resume, and then you got to go apply for a job and hope that you get a job somewhere in that remote spot in a building or a space or some certain part of town. But if you get a business degree, the whole world is open to you. Every building is a business. So, everywhere that there's keys or space and an open sign, you can work there. You can manage it. You can make it happen. And so, as a new business owner, what we did was when she's at, we started expanding with other veterans. So, we had other veterans that we knew in different cities and states. We had them quitting their jobs and we knew that they could follow the blueprint. We knew that coming from the military, you could follow uh, a standard uh, operating procedures, which is SOP, which is a way of doing business. If you work for McDonald's, right? You can't tell Ronald McDonald how much salt to put on the prize because they already know. They're telling you how much salt to put on the prize. And we need you to put this much out on the prize. And if you're not putting this much out on the prize like the brand is saying that we're going to do, then we got to replace you. And so, you know, you want to be that, that strategic and that structured. And so when we started expanding, we reached out to these veterans. We had them quit their jobs. And we had them jump on the She's Happy Hair team and treat it as if it was theirs because it was. They were franchise
0: owners. You know, they, they I was going to talk about that. Franchise, okay.
1: They were franchisees, you know, and so me being a franchisor and having franchisees all across the U.S. treat the brand like it's theirs because it is, just not majority of it. You know what I'm saying? And so, so then now, now I don't have to be there to be the boss, to be the owner, to make sure that it's open on time every day and closing on time every day and make sure that we walk in the back around the counter because they care just as much as I do because it's theirs. Now, over time, we stopped giving up ownership and, you know, giving people, uh, uh, making people franchisees because we got better at HR. And the better you get at HR, the better you can get at ownership. You know, if you're not that good at HR, then you got to have an HR in, in your city, in your town, recruiting, hiring, firing, because you can't do it from here. But if you can do it from here, if you do have a department, an HR department, then you can hire managers to work your locations instead of franchisees to expand your brand. So uh, let's say like a turkey leg cut or any of these businesses that, you know, that, that we know and love, that we wait in line for, if they had another location uh, with other uh, structures in place, they could probably do it in another city or state. So I recommend anybody that's mom and pop, if you only got one, get your structures in place, get your systems in place, so that way you can put another one on another side of town. If you put one on another side of town, start looking into other cities and states that you can expand your brand uh, into. And so when it comes to growing, growing a team, when it comes to expanding, that's going all over the place. But when it comes to scaling, you can scale from right here where you're at. Scaling is just different strategies, different systems that you might need to introduce and uh, uh, implement that's going to change your life with the same things that you already have. It's just changing your life with whatever you already have. Uh, and, and just growing your revenue. So, uh Yeah. It's about growing. It's about expanding. And it's about scaling. And anybody can do it. It's important. Don't do what you're doing just in the city that you're in. If you're an entrepreneur, you want an entrepreneur everywhere, not just where you're at.
0: Yes. Or um, I feel like something I've seen, too, is I've seen people do pop-ups. And again, it depends on what type of business. Like they kind of take it on the road they don't really have that overhead cost as far as you know rent for somewhere on an ongoing basis and then like you said it really is that those different methods of like having the franchise method or no we're the only owners but we have enough management and hr to figure out how to how to scale this thing. So I'm definitely excited to see more Black businesses, you know, local or across, across the globe, just expand because we all want that experience, right? Um, shout out to Lotus Seafood. I, th- I think of them when I think of, oh, they're... Right here, right here by my office. They two over the Ooh, you're so lucky that it's so close, but I would travel for that food. I love them so much. Um, I think it's another place. I think it's Greasy Spoon. I haven't been there yet. But it's just cool to see the people I follow. Oh, next, you know, our new locations on this side of town, and and it's just like wow, they're they're figuring it out, and um, it's just they can just reach more people. That's really what it's about. Yes, we'll drive and go, but it's just cool for customers to have that convenience, and everyone just gets to experience, you know, the wonderful business. So speaking of
1: convenience, right? Uh, I guess just another jump for any new entrepreneurs or even, even current entrepreneurs looking to expand. I said it earlier anything you're doing, you want to do it online, too, because everybody's making money, but the billionaires are online. But anything that you want to do or that you want to open up, you also want to open it up off the freeway. You know, you don't want to just be in the middle of somebody's neighborhood or somebody's community. That, that's poor customer service in the beginning. Uh, an example I give, every she's happy her location is strategically located off the freeway. So when you exit the freeway, even without exiting, you can see the location from the freeway. Even when we're closed, you can still see the location from the freeway. And so I think it's important to, to have that mindset. If somebody has to exit the freeway, make a right, go down the street, pass the stop sign over the train track, pass up the library, make a left by the football field, and then keep going out through my house, and then you see the burger shack right there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can find you. You know, so just like you want to have your digital footprint online to where everybody can find you, make sure you're brick and mortar is or strategically located in places that people can find you. I, I really think that's about convenience. And I guess another thing that crossed my mind when you talk about pop-ups. We do these pop-ups everywhere, right? Not me. I'm saying we, like everybody that's new to business, you want to do these pop-ups. You got these vendor opportunities. You're going to an expo. You're going to a festival. You, you spent this money for this table. Don't spend money for a table just to make money. Spend money yes. for a table to collect data, too. Data have to pay money later. They might not buy from you the first day that they meet you. But if you stay in that inbox, now, hey, good morning. Hey, big head. You know what I'm saying? Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> thing, keep oh, my gosh. You're, you're... You, know, you know what I'm saying? You, you want to you you be in the inbox a little bit. And so over time, those people will buy from you. But they can't yeah. buy from you if you're not collecting that data at the expo because she was too busy
0: trying to get money from I agree with you. Um, I remember we did our first vendor event last summer in North Carolina. North Carolina's home for me, so I was like, okay, I'm flying home. Like, it's going to be great. But I remember, I was like, okay, well, we don't have merch. Like, I'm not there to sell anything. I'm literally there to tell people about this app and how all these entre- black entrepreneurs need to join the app. It's free. It's just a way for consumers to find us. And I knew I had to be on the ground. Like, yes, I'm doing Instagram ads and all this online work, but I knew that there was a space for per- you know in person kind of exchange of information and and creating relationships. And a lot of it was, hey, you know, if we can have your email and name. Just collecting that data. And then they pretty much were entered into a raffle. Like if you sign up for the app, give us your information, and now we're able to keep in touch. So if we do do something in North Carolina, now we have that group. they've met us before in person, and you can kind of build on top of that. So, yeah, I think that's that's very valuable. It's like it's not all about the money. Of course, if you can make money, yeah, but you should it's really no excuse or reason why you should leave. An event where you had a booth and table, like people could come to you and spend time with you. It's no reason why you're not collecting, you don't have a sign up sheet or some type of way to get in contact with um everyone that was there.
1: Yeah some type of giveaway we call it a whiff. What's in it for me? What's the whiff for the You know, so again, thank you so much, Diamond. This is uh, uh I can talk about business all day every Every couple of minutes, something go click. I'm like, oh, so we, we got to get off of this thing before we start just writing a whole novel. We got to start doing all types of things. So I can't wait to the next interview again. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I got it here uh, for me to give it to the world. That's of
0: course. It. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us. Enjoying the show? Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Interested in connecting with Black-owned businesses and joining the family? We got you covered. Download Black Directory in both the iOS and Android app stores. Until next time.